0: Ogana Timirandhasyagan Jana Shalakaya Chakshulin Vilitami Tasmai Shri Guravenamaha. Sribhagavana Vacha Evang Prashtomahadeva Swayambhurbuta Bhavanaha Dihayama Prashnabijam Nabhya Paddyata Karmadihi. Translation The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, My dear Udhava, Brahma himself, who is born directly from the body of the Lord and who is the creator of all living entities within the material world, being the best of the demigods, seriously contemplated the question of his sons headed by Sanaka. The intelligence of Brahma, however, was affected by his own activities of creation, and thus he could not discover the essential answer to this question. Purport, Srila Jeeva Goswami has quoted three verses from the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam as follows. In the ninth chapter, verse 32, Lord Krishna blessed Brahma with realized knowledge of the Lord's actual form, qualities and activities. In the ninth chapter, verse 37, the Lord ordered Brahma to rigidly carry out the Lord's injunctions and affirmed that Brahma would thus never be bewildered in his cosmic decision-making. In the 6th chapter, verse 34, Lord Brahma assured his son Narada, O Narada, because I have caught hold of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, with great zeal, whatever I say has never proved to have been false, nor is the progress of my mind ever deterred, nor are my senses ever degraded by temporary attachment to matter. In the present verse, in this 13th chapter of the 11th canto, Lord Krishna states that Brahma unfortunately did become bewildered by his creative functions thus providing a grave lesson to all of the Lord's empowered representatives. Although one may be elevated to an exalted position in the Lord's transcendental service, at any moment there is danger of false pride polluting one's devotional mentality. Brahma, who is described here as Mahadeva, which is a name usually associated with Lord Shiva, can be, of course, also uh, used or employed for describing the supreme personality of Godhead. The great God is described as Mahadeva and Swayambhu without material birth, born directly from the body of Garbhodakshay Vishnu. He, upon hearing the question of his sons, has become bewildered. So, these uh, names for him, Mahadev, they're just to emphasize who he is, he's not just anybody, <clears throat> he is Brahma, who's uh, the creator of the universe, he, he is conscious of everything in the universe, he created everything. Brahmandha. The universe is called Brahmanda. It means Brahma, the egg of Brahma. And he's bewildered. He's in the position of Brahma because he's... Or generally, that is, one will get that position. If one perfectly executes the function of a Brahmana for a hundred lifetimes, without any... Uh, what should I say? Mm, discrepancy. Yeah. Thank you. Without any discrepancy, one can take the position of Brahma. It's not. supposed a above. Well, 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 above Indra. Because Indra's just nothing compared to Brahma. He's bewildered. He can't answer this question. <laughs> what is the question? See what the difficult question is. The sage is headed by Sanaksa. We must have read this yesterday. See if I can answer it. O Lord, people's minds are naturally attracted to material sense objects and similarly the sense objects in the form of desire enter within the mind. Therefore, how can a person who desires liberation, who desires to cross over activities of sense gratification destroy this mutual relationship between the sense objects and the mind. Please explain this to us. Yeah, uh, liberation means liberation from material existence. And that means that one should not have any attraction. Well, it appears that the Kumaras think that there should be practically no consciousness of what's material what is that yoga? Hmm. chitta yoga, chitta nivriti. The definition of yoga is that the consciousness stops, according to Patanjali. Chitta niroda. Nirodha Sorry. Yoga chitta Nirodha to, to to stop the activities of the mind how is that possible? Because the mind is always perceiving various sense objects. People's minds are naturally attracted. Attracted means, even if one is not attracted for the sake of sense gratification, that we can't control the fact that our consciousness is always perceiving things. And even if, by meditation, we stop perceiving things still consciousness continues internally there's the uh, the Mayavadi idea of of liberation is that uh, well that's also stated in Bhagavatam one of the one of the kinds of pralaya the uh, pralaya means destruction so there are various kinds of pradha. destruction of the universe, is one at the end of Brahma's life, and then there are that. Then there are time to time, there are there is destruction, destruction. Uh, there there are full f- destruction at the end of Brahma's day. When you say he's a creator, it's, he's busy every day. Every day he has to create again, and at the end of his day, the universe is wound up and uh, there are occasional destructions up to the heavenly planets at the time of <coughs> changing a mano which is what is it 14 times in the, in the day of brahma so brahma is a busy fellow it's not that he just creates and then goes on holiday to san diego pacific beach lies on the beach right? he's a lot of creating to do, again and again. So another kind of uh, destruction is that which is going on at every moment. But the ultimate destruction is the destruction of one's material existence. And Then we're no more in this material world. So the Mayavadi idea is that um, What's that called? Syllopsicism? Where you, where you think that, people think that what exists is ju- just everything, whatever exists is just because I perceive it. Yeah. That the, the mind Syllopsism. is... Solipsism. Yeah, yeah, synopsism. Yes. Whatever exists is just, it, it only exists because I perceive it. If I didn't perceive it, it wouldn't exist. As far as That's I'm true. concerned, it, it only exists because I perceive it. So uh, the sense objects they exist where do they exist exactly where do they exist they exist within our mind that's one perspective that they they we <coughs> c- their perception of them is within our mind therefore they actually exist within our mind so the sense objects cannot be divorced from the mind and the mind also cannot be divorced Cannot be divorced from the sense objects because if the mind always has to have something to think about, and you can't think only in vague terms. We can think in in terms that's vague concepts like uh, peace and love, but these vague or uh, abstract concepts, abstract concepts, they can only they only they can only be abstract concepts because there are. Concrete substances that interact. And uh, that's also the base of uh, in in Rasa, rasa Rasa-vicha, Leela, then there are Udipanas, the the sound of Krishna's flute. They they stimulate feeling of love for Krishna. A certain sound. So the feeling is there, but the feeling has to relate to some Uh, object, ultimately objects are required. Uh, So the four Kumaras asked, well, how is it possible to get liberation? Because the liberation means to stop the activities of the consciousness, so they think. And the consciousness is always concerned with that which is perceivable. So, how do you do it? And Brahma thought about it and he had a system failure. It is, it, don't, couldn't work it out he's supposed to be self-realized there are various lessons to be uh, drawn from this the one which uh, Jiva Goswami has um, highlighted here is that even though Brahma was assured by Krishna that you will not be bewildered do you do You serve me. You won't be bewildered. And even though Brahma himself told Narad that I'm not bewildered, I'm, I'm not going to be bewildered. But he's bewildered. So how is that possible? Well, it's always possible for the for the jiva, however well he may be situated, uh, unless he's fully in a pact of intense love with Krishna then there's always the possibility of his falling even from an elevated position of devotional service and there are many examples of that Uh, the Bharat Maharaj is the commonly cited example although he was on the level of bhava bhakti which is almost almost the but he fell down due to attachment to a deer. He fell into material consciousness. There's also the example of uh, Roma Harshan Suta. He was so elevated that he was elevated. He was direct disciple of Vyas, trained by Vyas. and he was uh, elevated above all the other sages present at Naimisha Aranya But he had the seed of envy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead within his heart, to the extent that when the Supreme Personality of Godhead arrived there, that he thought he was more exalted than God himself, and failed to stand. Uh, Bilvamangal Thakko is described that in his previous life he was in the stage of Bhava Bhakti. But he had some attachments which manifested in this life, or the life that we know of, his as a attachment to a girlfriend or prostitute. Prabhupada said, talking about this, he said, in your language you call girlfriend. In ours we say prostitute. So, to have a to have a, a sexual partner outside of marriage, that is considered prostitution, the same as. So he was very much attached. Uh, we see that, but... but when he became free from that attachment, then his uh, pure devotional service became manifest. Uh, we see in our movement also that sometimes people ask, well, how can greatly exalted devotees fall down? Well, it's possible. The, the incarnation of book distribution, Srila Prabhupada said, well, he didn't fall down from devotional service, but he's not particularly engaged in that activity anymore, the disciple of Srila Prabhupada the most important grandson of Bhaktisiddhanta Sāswar Thakur is now not acting in a way that would suggest that he's got even much relationship of any kind with Bhaktisiddhanta Sāswar Thakur. So it is possible that the the emperor of Kirtan and so many who uh, were elevated to an exalted position by the mercy of Śrīla Prabhupāda and started to think themselves uh, intrinsically in that position, that it's, it's not. I'm here because I deserve to be here, and the result when they forgot that, Tomara Karuna When they forgot that I, I'm here only by the mercy of Guru and Krishna, then punar mushiko Again, become a mouse. Do you all know that? What that means? They don't know. Some of them don't. Anyway, it's worth telling again. There, There is a... There was a mouse who uh, was harassed by a cat. He was always afraid of the cat. So he approached a yogi and it was in the good old days when mice could speak. <laughs> or maybe the yogi could understand mouse language. So the... The mouse submitted his complaint to the yogi. So, so the yogi said, So, what do you want? And the yogi said, so, The mouse said, Well, you could make me a cat. Abracadabra, or whatever yogis say. Tatastu. So, hmm? Yeah, tatastu means, So be it. So be it. And the mouse became a cat little time lady came back and said,
1: <laughs>
0: And the yogi also knew how to speak cat language. He's quite a good yogi, it seems. I don't know that. I'm just making speculation. Anyway, somehow the cat spoke and said, Now I am harassed by a dog. So, can you do something to help me? Make me a dog? Tatastu. And some time later he came back and said, well, uh, now I'm harassed by a tiger so can you make me a tiger tatastu made him into a tiger and then having got the mentality of a tiger he started licking his chops and looking at the yogi in a manner that he thought that the yogi might like to become part of the tiger in other words instead of the yogi merging into the impersonal brahman he was (laughs) due to be merged into the belly of the tiger (laughs) So seeing this, the yogi uh, said, punar mushikobhava, again become a mouse. So it's a a charming little story, but it has a grave import for all of those on the progressive path of spiritual realization, or even materially. We see the people, they, they climb up, there are so many in America, probably especially, because at least previously it was a very, it was the land of opportunity. People can come up, and they they earn from rags to riches. Cinderella, but then again, there are people who have rags to riches stories, and again within the same lifetime, riches to rags. So. Be careful. Always, when we go up, remember that our position is constitutionally down. We are lower than Krishna, always. And lower than everyone. A Vaishnava should think, I'm lower than everyone, which is difficult. It must be difficult when you're in the body of Lord Brahma, because you're sitting above everyone else, and everyone else has come from you and you have a direct link with uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Of course, Lord Brahma is very intelligent not only materially, but spiritually also so he really by his good intelligence he's able to remember that well, after all I am not so important but sometimes he may forget due to Karamadhi he's he's busily active in this material world in the act of creation and you can get carried away by that he's creating again and again and it's uh, it's by his mental power he corrects he's not out there mixing bricks but uh, nevertheless it's, it's an activity of this material world if it's performed solely for the sake of Krishna then it becomes brahmārpanam brahmā bhāvīya Brahmana hutam bhūtam gantā vyam karma. Samadhinā Everything that's performed for the sake of Krishna, The activity, the performer Actually, it's in the sacrifice The the butter that's offered in the fire The fire itself all becomes spiritualized The activity, everything becomes spiritualized So in the same way uh, As Śrīla Prabhupāda often gives the example The microphone, this is a a spiritual microphone Really? Wow What's any different to any other microphone? What makes it spiritual? It's spiritual because it's being used in Krishna's service. So it's considered uh, spiritual paraphernalia. Uh, So, uh, Lord Brahma, by the activity of creation, which is powered by Rajoguna, the mode of passion, so... The tendency to think of in the mode of passion is to think Ishwaroham Ahambhogi Siddho Balavan Suki. I am the controller. I'm I'm creating this. I am the then I'm the controller, then I'm the enjoyer. I'm the enjoyer of this. I'm perfect. I'm powerful. I'm happy in doing this. So in this way. Uh, Brahma may become bewildered. We may also, in the Krishna consciousness, we're doing so many things, we're we're building temples and distributing books, making disciples and doing this, and we we may take pleasure from it in the wrong way. So that our intelligence becomes bewildered. And we can't understand things properly. What is the proper understanding? Even though it's done for the sake of Krishna, we've seen this many times that devotees perform activities for the sake of Krishna, but some spirit of enjoying the result of that, even if the result is not, uh, even if one is living very simply and not enjoying in a gross way, one may enjoy the uh, the respect that is offered. The status of being a spiritual leader, well, this is very dangerous. As soon as there's any tinge of enjoying spirit, then our ability to understand reality as it is, all the uh, different aspects of Krishna consciousness and service to Krishna, it becomes, it becomes tinged with material desire. And then we start to think, well, what I am doing is for the sake of Krishna. Therefore, anything or any way I do it, it's all for Krishna. And everyone becomes benefited by doing that. So it doesn't matter if I mistreat people or or I, I uh, deal with them in a dishonest manner so that they become disturbed because it's all for Krishna. If they don't understand, well, that's their... That's their Insincerity. We've heard this kind of thing. We've heard this kind of statement that we we presume that what we are doing is uh, indisputably spiritual and pure. But uh, if we think like that, then there's a very good chance that we're already affected by uh, material considerations. Instead of thinking of our activities as a, a humble offering to our spiritual master, or in our ISKCON to Srila Prabhupada and all the previous Acharyas, and then in this way to Krishna, if, if, if we start to think too much in conscious of my project, of course we should take responsibility for what we're doing. And the, 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 the opposite of this mentality is uh, to, to not take any responsibility. Well, it's all Krishna. You know, leave all the lights burning and the building is falling down. But, well, you know, Krishna will look after it. You don't need to uh, watch the road when you're driving because Krishna's in control. <laughs> but has given us some responsibility also. Krishna's in control of material nature and he's set it up that if you don't watch the road when you're driving... By the laws of nature, then you'll drive into a lamppost. They call them lampposts here in this country. Yeah. Okay. Or into on the other side of the road and into an oncoming car. Of course, this is a bit of an absurd example, but that mentality is often there. Just like uh, sometimes I say to devote in India, mostly the uh, now in some big cities wearing seat belts, you'll get caught by the police if you don't wear them, but m- most places you can go without wearing a seatbelt. so devotees don't put their seat belt, tell tell them put their seatbelt so one common response is oh it doesn't matter the police won't catch us as if the 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 police here don't bother another response is that oh it's okay we already chanted the rushna prayers as if you now I'm not wearing the I'm not wearing my seatbelt, but it's okay because you know we Nishinga has got to look after us now because we, we chanted the Nishinga prayers so this kind of attitude is uh, not Krishna conscious thinking that we, we can act frivolously and at the same time uh, Krishna is obliged to look after us so this is all karma dhi, intelligent intelligence bewildered by activities of creation what's the answer? how can we get free? if the the senses uh, are always attracted to the sense objects, because the senses, there's no meaning to the senses unless they interact with the sense objects. It's, it's, it's as if they don't exist, which is what the kumaras are saying, that we, we want to stop the activities of the senses, but that's not possible because there are sense objects, and the senses automatically interact with the sense objects. So how is it possible? You know the answer.
1: <laughs> are you asking rhetorical question?
0: No, and maybe we can ask any of these. Anyone else has any idea? It's a tough one for for com- Well, let's see.
1: Well, the best thing to also to do is to engage our senses in objects associated with Krishna. remind. Me. The
0: senses should. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, Krishna is the director of the senses. If we think that this. If we think that we have a, our intrinsic relationship is with matter, and that we are material beings, and that the, this materially contaminated senses are us, well, as long as we think like that, we're not liberated. <laughs> and we can never be liberated, because we're trying in the wrong way. But liberation comes automatically when we stop seeing this world as. The field of our enjoyment. Last night we were talking about the field. Uh, and when we see that uh, everything is Krishna's and meant to be engaged in the service of Krishna. So it was the wrong question. The Kumaras are very intelligent. But they asked the wrong question. And Brahma, the question itself was absurd actually. It may, it, may, it sounds like a very good question, doesn't it? But from the uh, point of view of those who, who know the answer, or the actual answer, it's an absurd question. It's a meaningless question. Devahuti asked a similar question, we'll find in the third canto. And it, it seems like a very good question. But Prabhupada says in the uh, in the purport that this question is more or less is... Uh, is instigated by the philosophy of voidism because the idea that well there's there's either material interaction and there can't be anything else so then there is no then liberation means nothingness so Hansa Avatar his answer actually this uh, Sohotra Swami and he in his Bhagavat Science of the Mind seminar analyzed this in some. If you want to get an in-depth analysis of this, you can. He he, in his uh, seminar, he, I can give you those recordings if you like. He went and he analyzed this section of the, uh, particularly this question and the Hangsa Avatar's reply. He analyzed it in some detail. So Hangsa Avatar his reply is that what about me? You're asking about matter and liberation but you don't realize that your relationship is with me. Your relationship is not with matter. That is the problem. That you're, you're, the, the question is motivated or what's the word? It, it springs from a wrong perception of reality, by which one can never be liberated, and Brahma fell in the same trap also, of trying. It's this the old trap of trying to work everything out with your own intelligence. Brahma was very intelligent. No one's ever going to be as intelligent as Brahma. Einstein's just you know, completely nothing compared to Lord Brahma. But uh, the same problem that Brahma, <laughs> he famously had his famous realization after he tried to outwit Krishna. You know that verse? Jananta eva janantu prabhu manaso vapaso vacha ha After Brahma had tried to outwit Krishna thinking, who is this? Who is this Krishna? I What's going on here? I thought he was supposed to be my god. You know, my father is Narayana, and he's definitely God. He's huge, and the universes emanate from his body, and he's worshipped by all the demigods—Young Brahma, myself, Varunendra, Rudra, Maruta, Divya Devyastava—all the demigods worship him. And I, this Krishna, now I thought he was supposed to be the avatar of Vishnu, but just look at him. You know, he's just. Wandering around barefoot, running after with a stick in his hand, running after some cows, not even associating with the brahmanas, and you know, he's just—he eats with his left hand. And how can he be God? So Brahma had some doubt. So uh, Brahma, by his mystic potency, tremendous mystic potency, he thought, Brahma, he stole Krishna's. Calves and the cowherd boys and Krishna reproduced them. And Brahma couldn't work out what was going on. I, I kidnapped them, they're still here. What's going on? And then Krishna showed that these cowherd boys and calves actually this by him doing this Brahma made some he helped the residents of Vrindavan the the cows and the elderly gopis especially on the age of Yashoda, Mai and the gopas on the age of Nanda Maharaj they they all wanted Krishna as the 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 cows wanted to feed Krishna with their milk with their own personal milk and they all uh, loved Krishna and the elderly gopis and gopas although they weren't at all envious of Yashoda and Nanda they uh, but they all they also saw I'd like to have Krishna as my own son, so Krishna became their son by the mercy of Lord Brahma and became the, the calves of the cows who wanted to feed him their own milk. But from his own perspective, Brahma thought, "Oh no!" When he realized, "Oh," then then, then Krishna showed to Brahma when Brahma was having another circuit breakdown. Uh, his, all his big brains, they all... didn't stop working. He couldn't work out what was going on. And then... Uh, Krishna showed that each one of the expansions of these cowherd boys... Uh, what What's happened is I made... I have become the facsimile of each cowherd boy and calf. It's me, and every one of them is uh, being worshipped by millions of Brahmas and Shivas and Indras and Apsaras and Gandharvas and Charanas. So, Brahma, at that point, he said, others may say that this verse I just quoted, Jananta Eva Jananta. Some people may say, I understand Krishna. They can say that. Let them say it. But as far as I am concerned, Mahadeva, Swayamhu, the great God, born from Vishnu, as far as I am concerned, with any effort to describe Krishna with my mind, with my body, I just I can't measure Krishna. It's, it's beyond my ability to do so. So, that may, that, that may be a problem with intelligence. one of you. Always trying to work everything out with our intelligence, and uh, not recognize that we're simple servants of—we're simply meant to serve Krishna. It's not that intelligent uh, inquiry is uh, not to be done. One should inquire intelligently, but if one has the simple faith that I. I'm Krishna's. I'm meant to serve Krishna. Krishna is unlimited. Krishna can do whatever he likes. If one has that simple faith, then that is perfection. As is demonstrated in the story of Narad Muni and the cobbler and the Brahmana. And you all know that story, is it? They don't all know. All right, well, these are very good anecdotes to learn. They might sound like little uh, stories or nursery, what do you call them? Bedtime stories for children. Fables, Fables. that's right, that's the word. But uh, this is a story told by Prabhupada of Narada Muni. So it's not just something which someone made up. It's not just some quaint little bedtime stories it's a fact Narad Muni uh, was going along his way once he's always traveling around and he came upon a Brahmana Brahmana means a uh, very high class sophisticated learned respected member of Vedic society So the Brahmana saw Narada and asked Narada where he was going. Narada said, I'm on my way to Vaikuntha to take Darshan of Lord Vishnu. So the Brahmana said, "Okay, good, well, when you get there, do one thing for me. Just uh, tell Lord Vishnu I'm coming soon. I'm going to be liberated soon. And uh, well, just ask him how. Just ask him when I'm going to be liberated. I mean, I'm I'm souping the story up a little bit. But the Brahmana was a puffed-up fellow, and he thought that by his learning and his chanting of mantras and his following rules and regulations strictly, that he's certain to be liberated. So Narad said, "Okay, I'll, I'll inquire when you're going to be liberated." A little further along the path, Narad Muni came to a cobbler who was sitting in the shade of a banyan tree. And the cobbler very humbly offered obeisance to Narada and uh, inquired from Narad where he was going. Narad told him, "I'm going to buy At which the cobbler uh, Became struck with, oh, ah, oh, you're on your way to Vaikunta to see the Supreme Lord, and he spontaneously broke into glorification of the Supreme Lord Narayana, who lives in the Vaikunta world. So uh, the cobbler asked the same question. Said, "I know I'm very fallen, but please ask Narayana." That when there might be any chance for this fallen servant of his to come to his lotus feet and be liberated and go to the spiritual world so Narad Muni went to Vaikuntha and he praised Lord Vishnu and spent some time with Lord Vishnu in Vaikuntha and before leaving he remembered that these two persons had asked him when they would be liberated so he asked this to Vishnu, Narayana, and Narayana replied that the cobbler will be liberated in this very life. As for the brahmana, I don't know. <laughs> I know everything, but I don't know when he's going to be liberated. Not for a long time. And Narada was surprised. Kobla cobbler is the lowest, worst class of person generally considered because he's dealing in leather and then he has to put people on put shoes on pe- people's feet so he, it's considered uh, outcast they're not even the lowest class of people within Vedic society they're just at the edge Apparently they're outside they're born outside the, the, uh, the Vedic society So they're not pure. They'll take the cows that will die, they become the property of the chandalas, who can take their meat and eat it and take the leather and make shoes and drums and whatever leather is used for and various items. That becomes the property. When the cow dies, then it becomes the chandala. They have the right to take that. And brahmanas are considered very pure. Bhudeva, gods on earth. Gods of the earth. And they're always engaged in chanting mantras and performing pujas. And they're supposed to be in very pure consciousness. So Narada was surprised. How is that possible? That The brahmana, his liberation is practically impossible, it seems. from so What you're saying is the cobbler is going to get liberation in this very life. So Narayan said, "Well, I won't tell you the answer directly, but you'll get it when you you when you go back. You you tell them that I, Lord Vishnu, There's another name for Narayana, in Vaikuntha, you saw me putting an elephant through the eye of a needle." So Narayan said, "Okay, all right, I'll do that." So he went back. He came to the cobbler first. The cobbler prostrated and said to Narada that uh, oh you're so fortunate you went to Vaikuntha you saw Narayana directly I'm so fallen I'll never have that opportunity even in millions of lifetimes I'm the most sinful person tell me what was my glorious Lord doing when you saw him in Vaikuntha Narada said uh, he was putting the elephant through the eye of a needle and the cobbler said oh how wonderful, my Lord, he can do anything, anything, it's even the impossible he can do. And Narada said, well, how do you think that, was, do, you, do you really believe that, that he was putting the elephant through the eye? Of course, why should he not be able to? Why should he, why should I doubt it? You told me, if you say it must be true. And uh, I see, I'm sitting under this banyan tree, and it has these small seeds. And in every one, he's put a big banyan tree, so why can't he put an elephant through the eye of a needle? It's very intelligent. Narada went on, came past the Brahmana. And the brahmana didn't often, no, he wasn't so respectful to Narada. He said, but he asked him, So you went to Vaikuntha? Yes, yes, I went to Vaikunda. And what was uh, what, what was the reply when you asked Narayana? When, is he getting everything ready for me up there?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and Narayana said, well, I asked Narayana, and he said that even himself doesn't know. You, you, you're not going soon. That's for sure. And Brahmana said, "What? I don't believe. You You haven't been. You, you didn't see Narayana. You're just, you're just bluffing. That's all. You never went to the spiritual world. Tell me, he said in a challenging word, tell me, what was Lord Vishnu doing? So, uh, Narada replied, he was putting an elephant with the eye of a needle. And Brahmana said, stupid, how is that possible? Why are you talking this nonsense? <laughs> how, you think you can bluff me? that you went to the spiritual world and saw Narayana you're talking all this nonsense get out of here (coughs) so one had faith in the inconceivable potency of Lord Narayana and because of that even though he wasn't so learned or apparently pure he wasn't pure in his activities like the Brahmana he was so pure that he wouldn't even go anywhere near the Chandala He was ritually pure but his mind was impure whereas the Chandala, his mind was impure sorry, his activities were ritually impure ritually means because he handles dead bodies then he can't go anywhere near a Vedic sacrifice so for rituals he was impure but his consciousness was pure because he had great faith in and love for Lord Vishnu uh, another point which isn't mm-hmm. mentioned in the purport Dhyamana Prashna Bijam. Prashna means question. Bijam is translated here as the essential truth. Uh, the usual translation of bija is seed. It, it literally means a seed, just like you put a seed of a banyan tree. It can also mean the seed of an idea. It can also mean the seed of the potency of a mantra in 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 the form of a syllable. That's also called. So these are various meanings of the word seed. So uh, I'm just suggesting here that this prashna, this question, can also be considered the seed of the mentality by which one is never liberated. (laughs) They're asking about liberation, but the very question is itself, the very attitude or the understanding inherent in the question is such that one can never attain liberation by even thinking in this way. It's a completely wrong way of, of thinking because it doesn't recognize that the giver of liberation is Vishnu, and that liberation is not, it's not as the impersonalist thing, simply to disentangle oneself from material activities, but the, the actual, actual liberation is to change one's consciousness from being an enjoyer of the world to that of being enjoyed by Krishna, to being a servant of Krishna. So uh, we find in the Bhagavad-gita also, Krishna discusses this. uh, He he talks about um, withdrawing the mind from the sense objects, and Arjuna says, well, that's that's pretty much impossible. And then Krishna says, well, just always think of me, and that's the topmost yoga anyway. So it's like Krishna goes to, to describing the process of liberation as conceived by the impersonalists and Arjuna rejects it and Krishna also rejects it having described it although there are some valuable instructions therein for devotees also because our our basic process is to fix our mind on Krishna but to do that it also there 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 is some, not exactly, the, the, the mechanical process of yoga is to attempt to withdraw the mind from the sense objects, which is this question asked here by, by the sages, yeah, the four Kumaras. So to, that process is accepted as a subordinate process to that of fixing the mind on Krishna. Subordinate, pra- it, it cannot be the whole process, but at the same time, just like that verse is written outside. Yato yato chalati manas chanchalamas tiram atman Whenever the mind wanders away, bring it back. So, devotees can do that also. When we find the mind is wandering here and there, not fixed on Krishna or Krishna conscious topics, immediately bring it back. So this may be adopted as a subsidiary process, but not as the whole process. So, Hare Krishna, any question about this, please? Or comment? Yes. Yeah. Mahatma, I'll take this question.
1: Because, um, the life of conditioning means, just like in the actually, I it's described at the end of the third uh, chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, that past has taken over. Everything.
0: lust is all-pervading the lust is all-in-all all. the senses, mind and mind, intelligence and are the sitting place. place Yeah. I mean,
1: basically the living entity has no other instruments uh, for perceiving
0: reality N- uh, yes, I, I'll just repeat this so you can go in here so the, the lust has taken over so the, the living being has no other instruments to
1: perceive reality or even conceive of anything else so even even when such a person starts to practice krishna consciousness it doesn't seem that that person has any other choice besides being guided by someone who's freed from the bondage of ah
0: so there's so to get free he needs to needs to be guided by someone who's already freed yeah so Arjuna could only get f- Yeah, is there more to say?
1: I, I'd like to add just one more thing. Yeah. That, that, uh, you referred to Bharat becoming a deer. And he was on the platform of Baba. So it mm. doesn't seems that these Kutas and Bijas, they continue existing even. You know.
0: Kuta and Bija. Again, the word Bija here. Yeah, the Bija, the seed of. Sin and kuta means the stockpile, the, the the whole stockpile of sin, and bija is the the seed of sin. So, so this they, this is, is a
1: huge amount. And they seem sin. to exist even on the platform of Baba. It exists still on the platform of Bhava. Yeah. It's not like destroyed as it's stated in Bhakti the Sindhu mm. uh, on the platform of Sadhana because we find it on the platform of Bhava too, there's still some impurity. They're
0: not destroyed on the platform of Sadhana because we find even in the case of Bharat Maharaj, even on the platform of Bhava, there's the possibility of fall down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so, what kind of devotee should we should we be guided by in order not to be lost
0: what kind of devotee should we be guided by in order not to be lost Uh, this is a profound and important question Uh, we should be guided by a devotee who can lead us on the path to Krishna who can connect us with Krishna who can do that? Well, we say, well, Prabhupada can do that. How can Prabhupada do that? He's only a Jiva. After all, Prabhupada is a Jiva, right? We don't say he's God Himself. How can he do that? When the Jiva is so infinitesimal, how can he link us with this Supreme Personality of Godhead who is infinite? So it all works by Krishna's mercy. Ultimately, it's all by Krishna's mercy that He he empowers a devotee to uh, carry Krishna-shakti, which is... just, just who, who can carry the weight of the Ganga? <coughs> Lord Shiva can carry that. Who can carry Krishna-shakti? He has to be a very, very uh, great devotee. krishna shakti bina nahi Tara Pravartan. Without Krishna's Shakti, no one can preach Krishna consciousness. There's also that. Uh, well, there's so many. Krishna Shaitoma, Krishna dite para. Tomara The pure devotee has the power to give us Krishna because Krishna is his. The, the jiva, Krishna becomes the property of the jiva. Krishna himself says, "Aham paradhina, na hi I'm not independent. I'm under the control of my devotees. So uh, bhakti, who is the uh, which, even though bhakti is so great, that can manif- bhakti manifests where, not in Bhagawan, in the devotee. So bhakti is greater than God. And that manifest can manifest even in a jiva, bhakti. Bhakta bhakti rasa patra. So this is uh, inconceivable how the Supreme becomes subordinate to the, the, the infinite becomes subordinate to the infinitesimal by the he invests in bhakti. His, his desire for love is such he's subordinate to desire <laughs> so uh, and his his mercy can manifest uh, in any devotee if he so desires that uh, we're not It also depends on the sincerity of the person to connect with that mercy. That mercy is... uh, The mercy of Krishna is not limited by time or space. And we can connect with that mercy. Even, Even if we don't have association of devotees. Of course, that's always said to be essential. But ultimately what is essential is our... Sincere desire to connect with Krishna. Because if we don't have that, then even if we're in the association with a great devotee, we won't even recognize that he's a great devotee. We won't have any. So many people saw Prabhupada and they just walk past him on the street in New York, or just walked past him, and didn't care about him. So. What should we do? We should pray for Krishna's mercy. Krishna will manifest that to us. As much as we are sincere to take it. Should we get a Mahabhagavata guru on the level of Prabhupada? Well, Mahabhagwa devotees on the level of Prabhupada, they don't pop up on every street corner. As uh, disciples of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsara Thakur said, I quoted that at the beginning of the Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhag book, devotees of the category of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsara Thakur, hardly two or three may appear in a day of Brahma. Does that mean that Krishna's mercy is only available during their manifest presence, no. Their mercy is, is still available. Uh, those who can connect us with with their mercy and their potency, uh, then by, by doing that, we we can get the mercy of Krishna. That is my brief reply to that question Otherwise we find Devotees are always Running around looking for the Maha Bhagavat Super Paramahamsa 10,008 And you, you know and they are, What happens They run to one And then they think Well maybe he's not as, as uh, Maybe there's 100,008 Somewhere else or this one, he's not the real thing. And they they, they run around from one to another. And uh, or even if someone is ten million and eight, whatever it is. But uh what we need to hear is we are not the body, we're eternal servants of Krishna. This is what Prabhupada told us. Does it they sometimes they think Prabhupada's on a lower level because he taught us that we're not the body. But it's because we're on a lower level. And that's his, that's his mercy that he gave us what we, his, Prabhupada's mercy is that he gave us what we needed instead of giving us uh, what we think we, instead of what we think we might have needed. Yeah.
1: Uh, We also see in my opinion here, observation, that that many of the disciples of Srila Prabhupada like yourself did not have hardly any association.
0: Yeah, many Sula didn't Prabhupada. have much as a personal association. And yet
1: yet they have benefited by serving Srila Prabhupada. Yeah,
0: have benefited by serving Srila Prabhupada. And you can do also. All of you can do so also. Time to go. Okay, we're over time. You have one question?
1: Yeah, I was uh, in the end In conclusion, you say that that is not only the way uh, to uh,
0: Bring your mind uh, from uh, um,
1: running around. And... To bring
0: the mind under control. Yeah, yeah.
1: put it other way then?
0: Put another way, always think of Krishna. That's the real thing.